This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where you learn how to invest in real estate 365 days a year. I'm your host, Tyler. The following article comes from the blog at biggerpockets.com, but you can't read the blog when you're commuting to work or getting your Airbnb ready for your next guest. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app slash landlord. That's rent.app slash landlord. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Former Speaker McCarthy getting ousted is a big deal for investors. Here's why. By Matt Meyer. All right, if you've paid any attention to the news, it can seem like the world is turning upside down. The war in Ukraine still rages. Israel is now in a full-fledged conflict with Hamas, which is purportedly backed by Iran. And there's tremendous economic uncertainty still putting investors on edge. While some of these events can feel like they are a world away, one in particular will be felt right here at home and may directly impact your real estate portfolio. And that event is the recent removal of Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. I am not, by no means, going to comment on matters of politics. No way. We're all entitled to our opinions and beliefs on the way things ought to be, and it's not for me to project what I feel is right or wrong here. Just not going to do it. However, I do feel obligated to at least discuss the current situation since the actions of Congress and the current state of the world have a real impact on your bottom lines. The disarray in Congress and the now-added uncertainty due to the Israeli conflict is a recipe for some serious issues that will affect real estate investors. The looming government shutdown. 
All right. Former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy was ousted in a 216 to 210 vote on the House floor. We know that. McCarthy's ousting was a product of his spending compromise with the Democrats to avert a government shutdown that would have started October 1st. I'm not going to get into any details of the spending package, but the point is that McCarthy was able to get a 45-day extension of government funding to push the spending issue down the road. However, Representative Matt Gates of Florida found this to be unacceptable. He concluded that McCarthy had failed in his role as Speaker by giving concessions and immediately called for a vote of confidence that wound up sending McCarthy packing. So here's why this matters to investors. No matter how you feel about government spending, a shutdown is never ideal. Okay, so it's especially problematic for bond yields and in turn mortgage rates. In fact, on the day of the Speaker's ousting, the yield on the 10-year Treasury note spiked from 4.5% to almost 5%. It has since subsided to 47 in the days following. Then it jumped back up to 4.8 as the attacks on Israel began and then fell back to 4.65%. The yield now sits a full 1% higher than it did during this time last year and is the highest it's been since 2007. The impact of a shutdown on bond yields is largely a measure of confidence in the U.S. government. Economists suspect that a shutdown might trigger a credit downgrade, which could create a massive sell-off of bonds as investors flee for other assets, pushing the yields even higher. Bond yields and mortgage rates. Mortgage rates are likely to increase if U.S. Treasury rates rise and investors concerned about this are wise to pay particular attention to the 10-year Treasury rate. As the 10-year rises, typically, so too do mortgage rates. The 10-year rate has been marching upward all year in the response to the Feds raising their benchmark rate and a slow uninversion. Is that a word? Of the yield curve. Investors who call for a soft landing expect the yield curve to continue uninverting. That can't be a word. Well, it is now. Bonds, specifically U.S. bonds, are issued by the Treasury to service U.S. debts. A 10-year, $10,000 bond purchased at a 5% yield will provide the investor with annual payments of $500 until the date of maturity, which will come, you know, 10 years later. <laughs> At that point, the investor will get their full $10,000 back. U.S. Treasuries have historically been viewed as incredibly safe investments, literally referred to in many investment circles as the risk-free rate of return. However, bond yields that are purchased can be resold to other investors, which is where things can get sticky. From 2010 to 2022, 10-year T-bills consistently yielded anywhere from 2 to 4%. These are not the most attractive rates to investors, especially when stocks during this time are in full bull mode. But many investors, including high net worth individuals, banks, and large corporations, purchase treasuries, attracted by the low risk of default and high liquidity they provide. However, when interest rates rise, the value of a bond bought prior to the rate hike is worth less hurting those who have held long-duration U.S. Treasuries over the past year. In this situation, investors looking to sell their bonds before maturity find that the bonds are not attractive to potential buyers and will have to set or settle for a lower payout unless they hold them to maturity. This is exactly what happened to Silicon Valley Bank earlier this year, 
You might remember that story. It saw a liquidity crunch due in part to the fact that it held many longer-term U.S. treasuries, which lost a significant portion of its equity value as rates rose, leading to its collapse. At the same time, 30-year mortgage rates for buyers with great credit tend to be around 175 basis points higher than 10-year treasuries. As 10-year treasury rates go up, so too do mortgage rates, as we mentioned earlier. As long as the current bond yield remains elevated, mortgage rates will follow suit, as lenders will be forced to peg their rates higher than the yield of a bond. Why, you may ask? Well, would you rather lend $300,000 to a consumer earning $100,000 a year in the tech industry at a 5% interest rate, or lend the same amount to the U.S. government at a 5% interest rate? The risk profile is much more favorable in the latter. So naturally, a lender would raise their interest rate on the consumer to make up for the added risk. Make sense? Of course, higher mortgage rates equal a decline in housing market activity. Prices are already sky high, having reached another record in August. Reduced inventory brought forth by the lockout effect and waiting demand will only continue to push the market to an absolute halt. Sure, your properties might be worth more now, but good luck finding buyers as rates continue to climb. But wait! There's another problem. As if the current situation couldn't get any worse, Israel was attacked. Anytime there's a war or conflict featuring a major power, yeah, there's a real threat to the stability of financial markets. For instance, the initial economic shock from the attack was felt in the oil markets, the price of Brent crude oil jumped from 84 per barrel to 89 bucks a barrel. Like immediately. Those numbers aren't horrible, no, but the risk of a larger conflict puts a lot of uncertainty in the air as the risk of system shocks increases. Furthermore, Iran's involvement, if it's true, would create an even larger question about whether Israel retaliates by striking Iran. And if so, are we in for a massive war in the Middle East? Iran, which has been slowly increasing its oil exports, would likely get shunned by the global community, reducing its exports and thus reducing the overall oil supply. That's not good news, is it, for the U.S. consumer, who has already been paying higher gas prices than we've seen over the past several years, add in higher energy costs, and we're looking at another contributing factor to the overall inflation rate potentially increasing again. I'll also note that energy costs are not a factor in core inflation, but still contribute to the overall inflation rate. Now, I'm not saying that energy prices will force the Fed's hand toward increasing interest rates again just because there's an uptick in inflation. In fact, it's possible that the conflict in the Middle East might bring international investors to the U.S. bond market to protect their money, which could actually bring yields down, therefore taking pressure off mortgage rates. Regardless, the Fed is in a peculiar position, and they've already signaled that there might be another rate hike in the near future. Although, some investors are beginning to think that those days are over. And you can see who. There is a link right inside this article at biggerpockets.com. That's today's show. We'll see you tomorrow. But in the meantime, keep listening to more educational real estate content with one of our top-rated audiobooks, at biggerpockets.com audiobooks. Each audiobook is a masterclass 
Whether you're a rental property investor, a short-term rental host, a flipper, an agent, or private lender, you'll find a captivating audiobook to propel you to success. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in 24 hours or less.